الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد Respected and honorable listeners, we will be continuing with the story of Sultan Mahmoud al-Ghaznawi and the lessons derived from that story. When he decided to take a walk in the darkness of night and he came across these thieves and each thief was making known their specialities and what they are capable of doing, etc. Today we will continue on the fourth lesson. The fourth lesson from the story is that no special quality will be of benefit except that which leads towards recognizing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just like the person who having seen the Sultan recognized him and through the special quality he not only saved himself but was also able to intercede on behalf of his companions. As for his other companions, their special quality became a means towards earning Allah's punishment. Only the sight of the fortunate one was, was of any use who recognized the Sultan during the darkness of night. The lesson derived is that this world is like a place of darkness. In the darkness of this world, every servant of Allah who follows the divine laws of Allah and through its blessings recognizes Allah will be provided with salvation against the punishment of hellfire on the day of Qiyamah. This recognition will also be a means towards intercession on behalf of other criminals. From among the sinners of the people of faith, however, there should not be any pride and overconfidence in this recognition. In fact, one should alternate between fear and hope and in utmost humility beg for his intercession. Then Allah will accept this intercession from whomsoever he wishes according to his mercy. And for those whom he will not accept this intercession, he will in perfect justice exhibit his overwhelming power. Hence, fortunate indeed is the person who in this world created within himself the knowledge of recognizing Allah. The Arifin, the true lovers of Allah, who through their spiritual efforts and exercises recognize Allah with their souls, will tomorrow on the day of Qiyamah see Allah and attain salvation. Furthermore, their intercession on behalf of other sinners will also be accepted, but the disbelievers and criminals will through their special qualities be admitted into hellfire. On that day, these poor starving ones with pale faces patched and coarse clothing who today are being ridiculed and mocked at will feast their eyes upon the countenance of Allah. On that day, the criminals will envy them. They would wish that they had loved like them in the world and acquired their qualities. They would, have, they would wish that they had recognized Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala properly. The fifth lesson is this that the story illustrates the high position these righteous and saintly ones have as far as their humanity is concerned. What a pity it is that nations and people just like those thieves spend their short span of worldly lives looking upon means of delight and comfort as special gifts of accomplishment 
and look upon material progress as being actual progress. Whereas, on the other hand, they have adopted uncouth habits like urinating while standing and cleansing themselves with paper after, after defecating. They also consider it normal to take a bath sitting in a tub and allow the water which had become dirty through being in contact with the anus to be drawn into their mouth and nose. They consider these actions as the norms of society. Can such people ever be considered to be cultured and people of progress? What a pity it is that the beloved cultural ways of Muslims should be cast aside and that this, such despicable ways of these people should be adopted. So coming back and recapping the story for the benefit of the listeners, that the first lesson is that Allah is all aware. Remember that. Allah is all aware of everything that we are going through. Imagine this. When we're experiencing the load, the load shedding here in our country, electricity goes in the midst of night. But with a small torch, you are able to have some sight and walk around inside. You have that light and that it guides you, that navigation. So likewise, we are caught up in the darkness of this world. The, the evils of this world is full of darkness. And these saintly ones become the light to show us. They're showing us the path. They're showing us the path. Be careful here, there's a pothole here. Be careful, there's a speed hump here. Avoid that. Be careful, there's thorns here. And they are the ones that are guiding us. We need to make dua to Allah. That Allah blesses us with such sight to, to recognize such people. To recognize the true friends of Allah, the Arifin who have recognized Allah. We can also become then from amongst the Arifin. Allah make us from amongst them. Allah make our children from amongst them, our families and progenies from amongst them. But like I said, that just by means of a small light, you are, you are able to navigate yourself in the darkness of night. Likewise, that small light will never regard our light to be sufficient enough for us. But that small light of the nur of Allah via the means of a friend of Allah will navigate us through life and assist us in meeting with Allah on that day wherein Allah will be pleased with us and we will be pleased with Allah. That is our objective of life. Life is short. Life is short. We need to, to make amends and start realizing our shortfalls in the form of deen. People complain of load shedding, but daily, daily people are shedding off the iman. They are shedding the, the, the Mubarak Sunnah of Nabi Salam of their bodies. They are adorning the clothing of the enemies of Allah. And they are expecting Allah's mercy to descend. So don't be fooled. Don't be fooled 
by those people who propagate the deen and they say, no, it's not necessary. It's not necessary to be like this. It's not important to be, to be dressed like that. Everything is only within the heart. Do not be fooled by such people. And do not get caught up by nafs and shaitan. They are our greatest enemies. The second lesson is that Allah will punish sinners in the year after, although He may initially overlook them in this world. Remember that. Allah gives, you, gives us time and time and time to turn towards Him. So He leaves us. So you get involved in one son, to another son, to another son, to another son, and you think you must Mr. Macho. You know everything. You're untouchable. But then when that rope gets pulled, then we are going to be answerable and accountable for every action and every deed that we have done in this world. The third lesson is that on the day of Qiyamah, no special quality will be of benefit. All those deeds which contravene the laws of Allah will on the day of Qiyamah be bound around man's neck, even though in this world they were considered as being special qualities. Man might be gifted. He's gifted in, 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 in engineering. He's gifted in, 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 in his field of medicine, is gifted in his field of being a lawyer, is, being, is gifted in whatever, in, as an accountant, is gifted in, as, a, as an orator, is gifted in any field, whatever it may be. But as far as it contravenes the law of Allah, then it's going to be of no benefit on the day of Qiyamah. Remember that. Likewise, a person just changes his intention and he changes his life and he says, Ya Allah, I'm living for you, I'm going to die for you. My, my, my degree, I'm doing it so that I may be of benefit and service to your, you meant, to your creation. And greed comes out of a person's life. Then such a person's every moment when he's doing his work, and he waits for, for, the, for the time of Salah to come. He waits for the Adhan to be called. He waits to, re, to read the Qur'an. He wants, he's eager to free himself so that he may turn and, 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 and worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In such a person's life, is rewarding and it will be of benefit for him on the day of Qiyamah. But nowadays, Parents make their children doctors so that they may get dollars and pounds. People become hafiz so that they, they can become stage carries, go on a stage and, and read in front of all the in front of all the videos and everything. Everyone is in. A, people want to become uh, orators. No, we must be stage orators so that we may come in the forefront. People may see us, and we may become famous in the world. Everything is done for the wrong intention and the wrong purpose.
change our intention, let it be solely for the purpose of Allah and the benefit of men. Allah bless us all with the ability and tawfiq of doing that which is only pleasing to Allah. So, the special qualities of the friends of Allah is when you give your hand in their hand, then automatically Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you are getting closest to the hand which Allah, Rabbul Izza, has termed as His hand. And that is the hand of Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam. We are all in search of good rulers, good leaders. Learn from here in the dua which Allah, which which is mentioned at the end of this lesson. The dua is, Oh Allah, let just rulers be appointed to rule over us. It is because of our actions that we don't have just rulers who will introduce the thy laws and punish those who neglect salah, consume alcohol, gamble, commit adultery, steal, etc. Let them punish those women who refuse to observe the rules of parda. Let him order the closure of cinema houses, prostitution quarters and liquor houses. Amen. What a dua. This is what the world is in need of. Crime will be gone away. Safety will return. We just have to channel our laws and our way of life. That's all. And that is the beauty of this Mubarak deen of ours. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, through His infinite mercy and grace, bless me, bless you, bless us all with the ability and tawfiq of turning towards Him at all times. Before we do anything, let us question ourselves. Let us question ourselves and ask, and let us question ourselves and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Oh Allah, are you, gonna, are you pleased with my action or not? At the end of every action we do, make it a habit to recite, Rabbana taqabbal minna, innaka anta sami'ul alim. That, oh Allah, you accept from me this action. Automatically you are detaching that action away from you to, as a gift from Allah. So you're asking Allah to bestow and to bless you. What? Acceptance. Wa akhiru da'wana. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.